Hello, sick and wrong. It's Paul McCartney of the Beatles. Now, as you boys know, I'm a big fan of amputees. They're really sexy. Look at their big knobby knobs. I just want to say hello. Fuck you. And fuck Trucker Paul. And fuck Kendra. Unless she cut off a leg, that'd be damn sexy. Ah. Uh, Goodbye. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, your source for antisocial commentary with D. Simon and Lance Wackerly. They are wacky. Do you want me to go fucking trash your lights? Do you want me to fucking trash them? Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. I ought to break a broom handle off in your ass. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Wackerly. I don't got this. <laughs> Wackerly, uh, you know, I'm actually uh, uh, rather happy that you're here and that you're not, like, riding your bike naked in a desert at Burning Man right mm, now. Right. You, you didn't go to, you didn't, much like years past, you decided... Not, not to go to Burning Man? Not to go. My bike did go this year because I loaned it to a friend who took it to the Burning Man. That's kind of why I was bringing this up because uh, I kind of wanted to, to make sure that you realize that they ride those bikes naked in Burning Man. I don't think SD Groove... And you loaned this to a male friend. I don't think SD Groove, which is his forum name, is going to be riding... I don't think he gets naked. They all right? get, I think he's like a never nude man. I, I think when he, I think when he's sober and in his right mind, he's not naked. But as soon as you give that guy a couple hits of E, some acid, next thing you know, dude, he's probably shoving that bike seat up his ass. <laughs> Are you gonna be pissed if you come back and there's like shit stains and semen and puke on the seat? It's a, I can buy a new seat. It's a cheap seat. I actually, I, I said the only way you can borrow my bike is if you. And SD Groove is a gay. I didn't. I probably should mention that. But I told them you can borrow my bike, but you need to find like hot, naked Burning Man chicks and have them sit on my bike and take pictures and send them to me, or stand with my bike. You know, like glamour shots of my bike and anonymous naked sluts. You know what's funny is, and I he bet said you... he was like, uh, "Okay, I'll try." <laughs> but I bet you a gay man probably has a better chance of doing that than like you yeah. or I would. Because he can be like, go, look, yeah. look, look, I'm not going to masturbate to these pictures. It's art or something. And he'll turn on the black and white or sepia tone filter on his on his camera, you know? Yeah, and he could be like, you know, it's, it's, it's a completely platonic, non-threatening picture. Just hop in that seat and kind of rub a bit. Just, right. It's fine. I'm not getting off on this. Where if I, as if I did it, I would have a total sweatpants boner going on. You, and yeah, they would be, run away. It'd be full tent going. They'd be, they'd be like pervert and screaming. Well, that's the story of my bike being at Burning Man and me <laughs> not being there so it is the uh, i think the official start to burning man is today i believe i believe it's, it's this week i know it's today in real podcast time tuesday oh yeah we're a little early this week with episode uh 240 but i'll probably post this tomorrow tomorrow Wednesday. okay but but i know what uh, this week is the official beginning of burning man i think it all culminates uh on labor day right or maybe the yeah, day before maybe they the day burn- before and then everybody drives back on labor day yeah, something like that. Anyway, so today at uh, work, I was talking to this rather unattractive, larger woman that, that works for my work. And she's older, too. I mean, she must be at least probably 40s, maybe mid-40s. Anyway, mm-hmm. she was talking about how she 
went to Burning Man last year. It loves Burning Man. It's a transformative experience, uh, unlike anything she's ever done says. before. And, and so I was like, all right, yeah, you know, I mean, it's I've heard it's actually really cool. You know, I've heard a lot of people get kind of crazy on the, on the on the grass. <laughs> and, the redhead uh, from my work went. Really? Yeah, and I needed her to do a bunch of shit for me today, and I was like, where is she? Oh, she's at Burning Man. For fuck's sake! Yeah, but, okay, but she's one of those girls that I would like to see her topless, mm-hmm. running around the desert, you right. know? And this woman, I never even wanted to think about her topless, running mm-hmm. around the desert. But, and so, but anyway, <laughs> she was like, yeah, you want to see some of the pictures I got on my Facebook page? She opens up her Facebook page and her laptop, and she's showing me these pictures, and I'm... I'm like expecting, oh, okay, you're drinking a beer, okay, that's your tent right there, that's good. Oh my God, are you naked? <laughs> like, why would you show me this? We're, we're co-workers, you're like the secretary, I, I don't want to see this. It was just way, way too much, too, too much nudity. You should from- go to HR. I think you were harassed. You know, I, I think, I, I wonder, what, what do you think her aim was? What if you, what if you were like, hey, come over to my cubicle, and you just started showing off pictures of your naked cock? Yeah, I wonder what exactly, but I don't. You be out of there! I don't think this this woman was uh, thinking that. I was like, I don't. I I think she was just kind of. She's one of those like free spirited, right? You're a California hippie type, and she's a Burning Man free spirited chick. We're both uptight. I mean, we talk about we're obsessed with Burning Man. We talk about it all the time, almost every year. Yet we never go. Well, we would never go. I mean, why do we care so much about it then? Because it's fun to make fun. I still want to do my Spaceballs Combing the Desert exhibit. You know what you should do, Wackley? You shouldn't do, do that at Burning Man. Instead, you should wait to October and then What's do it at the, the three-day Mad Max reenactment festival thing. I think it's called Wasteland Weekend. Did I just say boner? Because <laughs> seriously, <laughs> boing. Uh, so this is the, the official alternative to uh, Burning Man. Screw Burning Man. This year's greatest desert festival is a three-day Mad Max reenactment. It's in uh, Southern California. It's called Wasteland Weekend. You can go to wastelandweekend.com. It's a Mad Max-themed weekend featuring DJs, post-apocalyptic vehicles, costumed Mad Max, as if you're like from the movie, and Barter Town. Barter Town? Is Barter, there a Thunderdome? Barter, yeah, you know, I'm sure there is probably a Thunderdome. Wow. I've heard that there's actually a Thunderdome at the real Burning Man. Oh, okay. So I wonder if this might be an offshoot, like the same type of people. Well, it's not the same weekend, right? So they can move the Thunderdome. No, this is a three-day party, and it's on uh, October 22nd till, uh, to October 24th. So it's just over the weekend. Week before Halloween, right? And instead of having... What is Burning Man now? Like $300 and you're firstborn? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, th- this is like only 50 bucks. You have to shit in a cup the whole weekend? I think, yeah, at Burning Man, but I think this one actually has bathrooms. Oh, really? And well, it's, that's a plus. You know, I was wondering about this. Is Burning Man an adults-only event? Can you bring your child to Burning Man? That is a good question. Would I've you, never would seen... Would you bring your child that's, to Well, Man? that's not the question of the moment. Can, but can you? can you? I, I don't know. You I, never see any kids in the... You know, because the, the SF Chronicle puts up these huge photo spreads every year, and... Uh, you never see children. You never see children, so they must restrict them. Or, or you know dumbasses would bring their kids, and the kids would be in the pictures. So the fact that you don't see any kids in the pictures leads me to believe that they're not allowed. I imagine you'd probably be scarred at seeing your parents acting like retards, dressed naked... On a ton of acid. Uh, I think the children of those types of people are going to be scarred, whether you let them into Burning Man or not. Burning Man probably would be good for them, actually. So this is an adult... they can escape (laughs) through the desert. (laughs) Yeah. I know. At least there's other people to uh, occupy their uh, their attention. 
Um, this is an adults-only event. But yeah, there's going to be like... It's, it sounds like it's kind of one of those like industrial type of LARP fest. So wait, adult. so that little monkey kid with the boomerang isn't going to be there? He's well, like the best part of the Road Warrior. I was about to say that if, uh, if since it's costumed, it's mandatory costumes, you have mm-hmm. to wear a costume. You could go as Mad Max... I'll go as the grunt kid. I'm a bit shorter than you. The, you could be the grunt kid? I could totally pull off the grunt kid. We had a, somebody sent us a boomerang at one point, right? I, I still have the boomerang. Some, uh, I think, I don't know who it was. Some, uh, some Aussie. Yeah. So we have, uh, maybe it's Capretta. Uh, so we have, uh, what, a couple, three months to go here? Plan? Uh, this might have to go into the uh, planning stage. <laughs> we need a dog, too, right? So it said because the road warrior had a dog. Oh yeah, the road warrior did have a dog. We can borrow somebody's dog. I don't know if driving down in your what are you driving a Prius these days? I'm, I don't know if that looks as as, as intimidating. It's not a Prius. It's a Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> we can butch it up. I'll put some I'll put some rebar on the outside and some cargo netting. I, I just don't know how intimidating will be to the other road warriors. <laughs> Wait till they see your grunt kid uh, costume. I just want to ride it like out of the trunk, just with the. Uh, Can the, you the give boomerang. me a little bit of grunt talk? Yeah, <sighs> it was he's like that it's kind not of. That it's deep. Like a, you gotta, he's, he's a little kid. Oh, so it was more like a. Or <laughs> 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 was like a monkey. Like, like a monkey. Is, is, I didn't realize it was like, it was like a primate. <laughs> yeah, yes. So this is going to be held October 22nd to 24th at Soggy Dry Lake in the uh, Mojave Desert. Well, that's just an oxymoron right there. I'm not down yeah, with that. That, that, that. that doesn't really make sense there. But, um, you know, I've never been to the Mojave, but you, you tend to go. Did you just recently go on, like, uh, some kind I go of to the, I go to the high. Excursion? I go to the high desert, but I've driven through the Mojave. Where, the Mojave's the Mo- a low desert. What's the the Joshua Tree Forest or park actually I don't really know is. what I'm talking about. It all might be the Mojave, but I think this is in the low. This is in like the Death Valley low desert where it's super ultra hot. So the high desert, like up by Palm Springs, is hot, but because it's elevated, it's not as. But hot. is this the type of desert that there's like a cactus and like a tumbleweed blowing through? <laughs> there's going to be cactuses, yes, okay. of some sort or another. But it's not, it's not like... Not the saguaro. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's in, those are in Arizona. We don't have those kind of cactuses, like your your archetypical cactus in California. Yeah, think. that's kind of what I was... What we was don't have those. It's, you got to go to Arizona for that. Or New Mexico. Well, okay. But there's going to be like uh, wide open ranges of just nothingness. Yes. Sand. Yeah. yeah. I would think you'd like it. You know, you're, you're kind of a... Uh, you have existential angst. Actually, I think I might be able to find myself there. You're kind of like, uh, what's that band? Depeche Mode. They were big fans. Of the they desert? recorded, uh, yeah, they recorded one of their whole albums too. in Joshua Tree. You too did that. You too yeah, did that. But the they're, they're more uplifting. Did you too have they, an they album wanna, called Joshua but, Tree? Yeah, but they, they're more like, they're not like you. They want to, like, save the world. Yeah, yeah. Depeche Mode wants to just, dis- you know, yeah. explore their, their, like, homosexual self hatred and angst. And I don't know no- where you're going with this, Wackily, but I disagree. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm free forming. You are my personal Jesus, though. I've always said that. Um, but, okay, anyway. The, there's going to be top industrial DJs. So this is kind of like a ministry sort of thrill kill kind of thing. So there'll probably be some hot leather-clad chicks here at this. You know? well, I wouldn't put it past me. Fire dancers, grind acts. That's uh, a grind act. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> is that where you do that, like, you? they wear, like, a bikini with sort of, like, uh, pieces of... Uh, flint and then they take a grinder and grind it against their bikini and it like shoots sparks i think that's what that is where have you ever seen that david letterman used to have grinder girl remember that 
And she would just wear like what was that flint on it was like a flint cod piece. Yeah, (laughs) and she'd have a grinder and she'd grind it up against the flint and it'd shoot sparks like fifteen feet out from her veg. That sounds awesome. Why? Why did he stop doing it? He would probably be beating Leno, killing Leno if he kept her on. Really? (laughs) Just that grinder girl? I don't think so. (laughs) You never know when she might might come in handy. I was thinking it was more like a grind core kind of thing, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, post-apocalyptic vehicles. There's gyrocopter flyovers. Mm. I'm sure that sounds safe. Yeah. Uh, stage combat shows, vehicle cruising races, uh, theme games, contests, and activities. You know, this kind of sounds like a really lame LARP activity. <laughs> it's starting to sound like that. It just sounds like they some bands, LARP fest. They have bands. But, uh, but this is almost like a Civil War reenactment, but you're wearing leather, and it's, it's all Mad Max. It's like a cool Civil War reenactment, but just no Civil War. Do not badmouth Civil War reenactment. <laughs> Those people are patriots. They're keeping history alive. Greenfield Village in Detroit is my favorite spot. <laughs> so you have it's to wear... It's pretty LARPish, though. It's very LARPish. You have to wear a costume here. Uh, I guess you can camp down there. Um, they, they, they don't allow any, uh, any firearms. No real firearms. You can have replicas. But how about, just a, no how about a potato gun? <laughs> uh, you know what? They they, they say um, no cats, birds, or monkeys. Dogs, or other though. pets under two feet long. So you have to, the small animals you're not allowed to bring. That's odd. Yeah, I guess you can bring dogs on leashes. As long as it's like a 40-foot alligator, it's fine. And you cannot fuck with the desert tortoise. Does it really say that? It says the desert tortoise yeah. is protected, so no, please I know do that. not harm or touch yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, how if often you fuck do you, do you with see de- a desert tortoise? No, because they're like endangered. But if you fuck with one, the feds will shut down this Mad Max LARPing gay activity quicker than you can say <laughs> Mel Gibson is not going to be here this month, this year. So, I do you think Mel Gibson does show up? Cause that'd yeah, be that's what cool. I'm wondering. Like, if okay, li- listening to it right now, I bet you there's probably some hot industrial chicks. I bet you that that would be kind of cool. I right. like industrial music, so that would be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Not too fond of costume play but i could dress up as that grunt kid from uh what was that was that the road warrior road warrior yeah, yeah. yeah. I, could, I could dress up as that um if mel gibson was going to make an appearance right i would be sold but i think it would be one of those unannounced things where he makes a surprise appearance he's just going to show up and just waste everybody <laughs> well there's no guns a lot <laughs> yeah but he'll, I mean, he'll be wasted if that's what you're asking that's for sure but i don't know if He's going to waste everybody. How real? I mean, I would like him to show up and say a few words. How realistic do you think this reenactment is going to be? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to hear his speeches about the Jews? Yeah. I, you know, actually, it would, it would be kind of nice to hear uh, what he had to say. In the desert? He seems to be uh, rather outspoken. Yeah, he has a his mind. But how, how realistic do you think these reenactments are? Do you think there's just one can of gasoline? I bet you it's really gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the lamest thing you've ever seen. But but you brought up, is this cosplay? I mean, is this costume play, cosplay, like you see at the at the Comic-Con? Or is it more of a LARP activity? Or are they the same? I don't well, know. I, personally, I think both are gay. But I think one is definitely gayer than the other. So which, which is worse? Mean? Which is worse? Going to Comic-Con. Which is gayer. Okay, which is gayer? Um, going to Comic-Con... And dressing up as, like, you know, the princess from Super Mario or something. Or Mario, for that matter. Or Luigi or Mario or something. Or... I'm a mushroom man. 
<laughs> dressing up as as uh, Mel Gibson from the Road Warrior and 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 outfitting your vehicle to look like one of the uh, post apocalyptic vehicles and driving around the desert for three days. Well, the vehicle thing's obviously cool, but I, th- I think if you go to the Wasteland Fest and you dress up as Mel Gibson, that's pretty presumptuous. But do you think there's going to be people there decked out like Mel? Well, they could say that like I'm one of the I'm one of the uh, you know the Outlander rebels or whatever, and I happen to look a lot like Mel. But do, do you, you don't think- want to you don't want to be like in Mel's costume. But anyways, I mean that's obvious. Cosplaying is much more gay. Because well, okay. you're like, oh, why don't you I'm define- Link from the Legend of Zelda. I have my green hood on. I'm confused. Okay, this is kind of sort of falls into your nerd territory. Like, I think you sort of own this domain. Heavily. So explain to me the key differences between LARP and cosplay. Because they both just seem like completely nerdy gay activities to me. <laughs> nerd, equally gay, as gay. Nerdy, yes. Probably equally as nerdy. Okay. On the but not as gay. Cosplaying is, cosplaying is about... You know, having the most super accurate costume. And first of all... What's Comic-Con? 99.9% of cosplayers would never dress up as anybody from the Road Warrior. They want to dress up as, like, a Pokemon or, uh, I don't know, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Or, like, something from a video game or an anime. Sailor Moon, I think, is a big character that people cosplay as. So that right there just splits it out between, like... But is cosplay based on like anime like japan anime like is it a japanese thing? or video games or harry potter but is it a pop culture to, like japanese pop culture or it is doesn't it have to be that... japanese i think people cosplay as you know um we- you know western american video game characters harry potter characters so but, Jer- but the focus is having <laughs> the most accurate elaborate costume so comic-con is a cosplay it's fest. dress up it's, it's dress up it's fashion now, LARP, it, it's attention whoring, like, and you get your picture taken by people. And I think every male cosplayer has this fantasy that he's gonna dress up as his favorite character from Harry Potter or whatnot, or Link from the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, and then or he's something. gonna see the the Zelda Princess Zelda, and she's gonna be a super hot chick, and they're both gonna have the most completely accurate costumes. And then this guy who's never touched a breast before is going to go back to this woman's room in the hotel and get it on. Where LARPers, they just wish they like were wizards and warriors. So they actually, and who doesn't? They, okay. But so LARP is like pure anachronism. They're like, they're, it's, it's a, it's a, they're going back. They think they're actually in that day and age and they're well, reenacting they a scene. No, I, think, I don't think they're delusional. They're no, not but, schizophrenic. Okay, no, I'm not saying they're pretending as if they, they were. Yes. as if they were. Right. So Whereas, there's a lot of cardboard swords, cardboard shields. There's a lot of, uh, I think, like, adherence to the rules, which nerds are usually pretty big on. Like, you're not supposed to do, you know... Thunderbolt, be able to, Thunderbolt. <laughs> exactly. Lightning strike. Well, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you're you're only a class five wizard. You clearly <laughs> do not have lightning strike, although you do have Thunderbolt. You can only use it... <laughs> Two times every 15-minute period, though, and you used it three. You got to go take a timeout in the LARP timeout box. All right. Kind of like so, hockey. But, okay, being someone who's never really engaged in any type of LARP activity, have you ever been in a LARP uh, situation? Are you fucking kidding me? God, no. <laughs> I've seen them doing it. I wonder if they're... If, if, I've seen them doing it, and uh, they do it over at that uh, Berkeley Marina Kite Park. Uh, well, what would live-action Wackerly play be? Just like sitting there you looking don't at that. <laughs> That's a solo activity. Watching the view, jerking off, jerking off for three hours. That's shame. Guzzling. time. That's shame time. <laughs> Say nights. <laughs> anyway, um, 
but being someone who's never really engaged in any kind of LARP type activity, I would think that the mad, I think all LARPing and cosplay are equally gay. But it's not though. That's just, I'm thinking Mad Max wrong. LARPing is cooler than like Harry Potter LARPing. Like but, if I was going to LARP, <laughs> I would rather do a Mad Max type of LARPing. I do think Tesh told us that he saw that he went to look at colleges. Tesh from the forums, oh, and they I were doing this. Harry yeah. Potter LARPing or playing Quidditch or some stupid shit. So I was about to say I didn't think people Harry Potter LARPed, but I guess they do. I think people do that. Harry think, Potter's yeah. so big that it straddles the worlds of cosplay and LARPing. But I bet uh, you there's Twilight LARP. I don't know. Or I don't True think. Blood LARP I, or I, you know what I think? LARPers who are really into vampires and and wizards and warriors probably hate the fuck out of uh, twilight although i'm sure there's lots of cosplayers who are really into twilight i bet you the tweens do the twilight type of uh larping i bet no no (laughs) if you're if you're gonna larp you're committed (laughs) to going into a I, i saw people doing this under the bart station in rockridge one time larping if you're going to commit to putting on, like, fake cardboard armor, building cardboard <laughs> armor, and then having a fake battle against your friends and, like, adhering to the rules, that's a lot of commitment that a tween who's into, like, the twi- the fads of the Twilight books is Probably not going to be able to do. to commit, yeah. Although te- tweens and teens are such attention whores and so star for attention, I do think they'll put a lot of effort into the whole cosplay side of Twilight or other things. Yeah, where they would actually get dressed up as like the vampires or something, right? And go to like a be like, don't I look just like Bella from the book? Not from the movies, but from the books, because they describe this way she looks, and in the movie she doesn't look like this. But I got this aspect. You know, for someone who who's LARPers never, are going to be more for bitter. someone who's who claims he's never engaged in any kind of LARP related activity. Wackley, you know a lot about LARPing. I don't I'm know. an observer. I'm, I'm an observer any- of geekdom. So for our listening audience here, who's maybe deciding whether to. Um, do a, do a cosplay kind of thing, which or almost shut sounds, the show off. <laughs> almost, almost sounds like Cosby play. Like I almost think it's like, is there a LARP like Cosby Show LARP or Cosfest? Cosby, like, can you dress Cosby up as Bill Cosby? Cosplay? <laughs> Cosby Show cosplay. That's an incredible idea. It's yeah, it's like an but, idea within an idea. I think you know what I think just happened, folks. I think the spaceballs themed. <laughs> Burning Man <laughs> exhibit was just surpassed by the Cosby Show cosplay Burning Man exhibit. All right. Rudy! <laughs> can I be Bill? You can be Rudy. Like, I wouldn't mind being, uh, what was it? Didn't he have a friend named Boner? Or am I thinking of Growing Pains? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, didn't, didn't Theo have a friend named Boner? No. Boner right. was Doogie Hauser's friend. I swear it was Growing Pains. Growing Pains' friend was uh, the guy who grew up to be Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah. That's a different guy. Can Winnie. Well, okay. To, um, <laughs> in summation here, to bring a really lame intro topic to a quick and easy finish. We're going to get to the disgusting <laughs> stories in five seconds. Just I, I just want to bring up out. one last point. Where do you think it would be easier to get laid? At Comic-Con, where there are chicks dressed up as like sexy comic book fantasy type of characters... Or at, like, the Wasteland Mad Max Road Warrior Weekend. What is it called? Wasteland Weekend. Wasteland Weekend. Wasteland Weekend. Clearly. But Anybody what, who thinks otherwise is a tard. Do you really think there will be more girls 
at Wasteland Weekend than there would be at a Comic-Con? Well, you're probably right with the ratios. But the girls at Comic-Con, the cosplay girls that you want to have sex with, they're, they're attention whores who are getting massive amounts of attention. How are you going to get... Get the hot cosplaying chick who's dressed up like Bayonetta from the, you know that game to look at you and to notice you. You're not. You'd really have to have find... the biggest flash on your camera than you blind her with. I mean, I don't no, know. No, you'd have to find like uh, Heathcliff Huxtable's perfect sweater. Maybe a sweater <laughs> he actually wore to to do Cosby cosplay. All right, all right let me make a caveat. <laughs> if you go to Comic Con and you're dressed up as Heathcliff Huxtable and there's Felicia is there, is that my wife's name? Felicia Rashad is her name. That <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have sex at that one, but that's not likely. To happen. Yeah, yeah. But if you're just you know going there and you you know. Aren't you don't mean to look like Screech, but you just do, dude. I that's cool. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm actually. I'm like a blonde Dustin Diamond. I'm clearly different. <laughs> you you have Dustin Diamond hair if you grew it up. You know, I wish I was hung like Dustin Diamond. You and me are like. Do you ever see the porn? No. That dude's dick. Did you? That yeah. Oh, I, I remember seeing the porn gross. one time. Because the only reason was because I was listening to Howard Stern and he was talking about like his is dire financial straits. And he was saying they had to make this porn. And then he was saying that um, Stern asked him how big his dick was. He was like, put it this way. When I take a shit, my balls are in the water. Well, that's, like my, that's dong, about or my dong is in the water. Okay. My, my unit's right. in the water. And I was thinking, God, I don't, my, my unit doesn't even come close to the water. <laughs> but maybe, maybe it's the amount of water you have in your bowl, but I have the normal amount of water. Man. I'm seriously like, I mean, I'm, I'm talking at least almost a, Foot away, maybe. You're talking it's not a foot away. <laughs> Is it up in the air? You should stop hanging over your shoulder. I, I have then it'll those. be closer to the water. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind checking this out. I think I'd rather go to Wasteland Weekend than Burning Man. I think, like I was saying before, the tangent I was going on, or direction I was going on, you go, you go to Cosplay Weekend, Comic-Con, all these chicks are getting tons of attention. They love it. They're never going to talk to you. But you can find a dirty, sweaty, hairy, armpitted... Industrial chick. Industrial chick yeah. who's probably not that hot, but you know you can talk a sweet game up to her and smoke, you know, pull out a joint and uh, have sex in her wastelanded out Winnebago, you know, with uh And that's another thing, too. Camo. At, at, at Cosplay Comic-Con, they got hotels. They're with their friends. Right, you know, at uh, at this they probably have camps right. and RVs. And you, you can just be like, go, yeah. "Oh, I got toilet paper. You're out. <laughs> Blue job." I would just be running Exchange, around, barter, be running around a loincloth with a big, you know, big uh, afro type of hair. My boomerang just like, <laughs> and like girls would just be, they like that. like a river. They like that feral, yeah. you know, virility. It would be like a feral. wild animal. So, people, there you go. Wasteland Weekend. And if that your didn't work, you just hit one in the head man. with a boomerang. <laughs> have your way with her in a desert ditch. Watch out. It's going to be D. Simon in a boomerang and a wig. And, you know, actually, I'm probably the perfect type for that. It's not rape or date rape if you're in character. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything goes. Everything's allowed. D. Simon didn't rape you. Grunt boy raped you. <laughs> What's, what happens in the desert stays in the desert. People, this is episode 242 here, Sick and Wrong. Um, before we get into here with the stories, a uh, quick word from our sponsor. Sick and Wrong is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming. Content from Audible is downloaded and played back on personal computers, CDs, or the iPod player. <laughs> 
never ceases to crack me up. You know, it's funny because we're we're reading copy that they send us, and you're supposed to like, you know, read the 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 clips of the copy or the the bits from the copy that you think you can you can use uh-huh. and uh, you know play off of or whatever. But we just read the whole thing. Yeah, because it's hilarious. I love the way it's worded. It's I'll like, never stop laughing at iPod player. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do you have an iPod player? Oh, I have multiple iPod players. iPod players? Yeah, yeah that's you know, I, I put one of my iPod players in my other iPod player so it can be played. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. then you can play it on the iPod player. It's, it's a wonderful experience, an audio experience <laughs> to have your iPod player played by another iPod. Well, what's wonderful about having an iPod player and books from audible.com is you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just like the podcast you're listening to right now. Unlike books, which you can only be read in your <laughs> industrial book reading installation, which is grounded in 30 feet of concrete, yeah. and you know you need the headgear and a 480 watt, vol- need, sorry, volt uh, you need electrical a service, smoking jacket. You need and, that, uh, and a, a pipe, comfortable chair, a pipe, and you, you know your your your. I find that I books. I find that I cannot read an actual physical paper book unless I have a enormous fat cat to stroke as yeah, it sits exactly. on the arm of my chair. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. I kind of like just having a book in my iPod player so I don't have to waste like the energy of my eyes to read. That too. You know, it's just easier just to iPod player and I'm listening to the, my favorite science fiction It's also book. good for people who have that um, ability like the X-Men Cyclops <laughs> where if he looks at something he just vaporizes it. Like, Audiobooks are good for him. Well, you know, I'm not saying it's probably the best thing for deaf people, but for blind people... The blinds love it. The blinds love it. The blinds have their iPod player. They're specially made for the blind. Right. And then they can listen to their, their uh, Audible books. Their Audible. I, do, why, books. If you were blind, why would you even learn bl- Braille? I don't know. I mean, it's seriously. Dumb. Just yeah. get an iPod player. Be, iPod cool, player. be cool like the rest of us. <laughs> So get a free audio book download when you sign up for a free trial today. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audio book today. So, Wackily, this is episode 242 here at Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 241. We did three listener stories. Listener one sent a story about uh, gang raping in the Congo, which is the uh, rape capital of the world. Listener two sent a story about um, Ohio bear wrestling. And a listener three sent a story about a Saudi Arabian spine for a spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, retribution here. Uh, believe it or not, listener one, the Congo gang rape story one, episode 241. I actually call that Congo Bongo gang rape gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you don't choose to use my descriptions because you find them retarded. But, but that's good, though. Yeah. That could be the name of your first album. <laughs> you know, I was surprised, though, that that one won. I know gang raping is horrible, and... It's definitely just, you know, an unsavory type of act. But when shit like that happens in Africa, everyone's like, yeah, it's Africa. Right. Shit like that happens all the time. But There's different cultural norms. Yeah, exactly. Different societal values. But yeah, so uh, gang raping came in uh, first. So uh, congratulations there, listener number one. And congratulations, Congo. Yeah, congratulations, Congo. You not only are the rape capital of the world, you also won sick and wrong. Send you a care package. I wonder if... A bag of rice. <laughs> if the if the Congo the Congolese Congo Bongos, if they have their own iPod players and they could listen to Sick and Wrong and know that they won something else other than just being rape capital. No. They have to play their iPods on coconuts. Uh-huh. They don't have an actual player to play their iPods. 
Yeah, coconuts aren't the best kind of iPod player. No, but, you know, in a pinch, anything will do. Yeah. Uh, so, people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes, and winner gets a Sick and Wrong care package. And keep in mind, when you win an episode of Sick and Wrong, you can email us, and we will send you a Sick and Wrong care package. We're not just making this up. No. You know, this, we're not bluffing here about this. We're not trying to entice you to send us stories. It doesn't include an iPod player, but it's pretty good yeah. swag. <laughs> It includes yeah, you're things, not going to get a sick and wrong iPod player from us. It includes items that could be fashioned into an iPod player if you're MacGyver or something. But yeah, you, you, you might could be use able the to. items for other things if you're not that quick and thrifty. So, people, handy. you can submit your stories to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com or via Facebook or even through the new podcast or new forum. I mean, the new forum for our podcast, uh, Sick and Wrong <laughs> the Forum. The podcast player podcast forum. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sickandwrongforum.com. Well, let me kick off uh, this week's show, episode 242, with my first listener submission. This story was sent in by uh, Jeff, actually, via Facebook. I I like when people send stories through Facebook, because then you can kind of look at the person and be like... That guy's actually sending, and that's what a guy looks like that's sending a picture to a podcast, or sending See, a story to a podcast. I understand that, but I hate it because I can't forward it to you. So I have, because Facebook email doesn't allow, or whatever you call it, doesn't Facebook messaging right? doesn't allow forwarding. So I actually, if I think the story is actually good, I actually have, actually have to print it out. So I always just convince myself that the story's not that good. <laughs> I'm just going to delete it. What I, you know what, honestly, what I usually do is I copy and paste it and then email it to uh, the Sick and Wrong Podcast, oh. a Hotmail address. Copying and pasting? You're a computer genius! <laughs> I, 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 I know my way around a uh, computer. <laughs> I use this, this mouse thing. Uh, boy blistered after licking a used condom, says Grandma. It's great. That's a great headline, isn't it? He's blistered? <laughs> blistering. He's oh, blistering. blistering. That's different. Just blistering. Uh, this happened in Atlanta, Georgia. A Georgia woman said a weekend outing turned into a horrific experience when her young grandson developed blisters on his, ma- on his mouth after he found a used condom in their hotel room and stuck it in his mouth. What hotel chain? Uh, the Wyndham Gardens Hotel in downtown Atlanta. Wyndham Gardens? Isn't that like yeah. a fancy chain or am I mistaken? It sounds, it sounds fancier than a Marriott. Yeah. yeah. Or a best, or like, you know, Motel 6. A best or- Western. There's, yeah, a lot of, know, there's a lot of shitty hotel chains out there, and I've stayed in them all. Yeah, but you know, despite the fact that you're staying in like an upper-tier hotel versus a lower-tier hotel, there's a lot of fucking going on in all those hotels. It could probably almost be argued that there's more fucking going on in the upper-class hotels where the people have money, can afford whores, can afford or the hookers, can yeah. attract you know, mates, whereas the people in the, in the Super 8... Or the, uh, you know, Comfort Inn, or what's well, the one are, below okay. that one? Nobody's <laughs> fucking anybody who's staying in a Comfort Inn. You're, you're lonely, lonelily spanking it to, to, you know, the pay-per-view porn at that point. But, you, but if you and think I'm about it, a condom for that. if you're going to stick a condom in your mouth, wouldn't you rather have, like, one of the upper-class condoms, like a condom you find at, like, you know, at a Hilton, rather than a condom you find... At the uh, the sea travel breeze lodge. Motel. <laughs> or yeah. the sea breeze, the hourly rate. Yeah, definitely. If I'm going to ingest cum, I want it to be a, like a rich guy's cum. Yeah, I just think uh, you know the, the you know you're probably not going to get AIDS as is it, the chances of getting AIDS are probably higher at the uh, hourly rate motels. I think that's probably a solid argument there. But 
you know, I mean, I, I think this goes without, you know, without saying, you don't, you shouldn't be putting condoms in your mouth that you find underneath a bed at a hotel room. Especially if you're a young child. No. So according to Carmen Jones here, uh, this happened at the Wyndham Gardens Hotel in downtown Atlanta. She had taken the boy and his cousin for a weekend of family fun here to this hotel. Did, you, did your family, did the Wackerly family ever do this? Did you ever do this? Where you go to like a, a Holiday Inn Holodome? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, is that, a, is that a Midwestern thing? Do they do that out here? Because out well, here you can go to Yellowstone. Yeah, right, right. But, but yeah, that's a good point. But the Holiday Inn has a pool and a hot tub. Yeah, no, that's why I'm, we go I to remember, the Holiday Inn. We used to go to the Holiday Inn in the town that I lived in <laughs> and get a room for a weekend. So you could go to the pool and go in the hot tub. Because we didn't have a pool in my well, house. Well, why not like go to Florida or something? I mean, what, what a lame it's a lot cheaper to drive 17 blocks over and pay 60 bucks a night to stay in the Holiday Inn. And then you can make... I mean, I think, you know, honestly, I think my ki- parents were dumping us in the pool, which was indoor, by the way. So you could even go in the yeah, middle of the winter. In the it was winter. heated pool in the winter. And they were just, you know... Going fuck, upstairs and fucking. Probably fucking the shit out of each other. As much as it pains probably. me to think about... That's probably what they were doing. I remember uh, when I first moved to this country from South Africa, uh, we had no idea like how shitty Michigan really is. And so we were living in Bay City, Michigan at the time. Which is shitty. Which is shitty. But not as shitty as Flint, Michigan. Oh, no. That's, and so, that's Wasteland Weekend type my, shitty, but real. <laughs> my parents wanted to take a uh, vacation, so we went to the Holodome in Flint, Michigan. Ooh. And uh, stayed there for a weekend. And uh, yeah, we were... Quite horrified, I just but, remember. But as long as you're inside the holodome... Oh, you're protected. Like a, yeah, you're protected. Secure complex. Yeah. There's security. Yeah, there's security there. You got a pool. But don't leave the holodome if you're in Once Flint. you get to the holodome, though, I mean, it's like gangland warfare. Yeah. Yeah, it was a dangerous place. Dangerous Wasteland. Place. Grunt so, boys all over the place. Carmen Jones here said, at first glance, room 329 looked perfectly clean. Except that there are no soap and no towels. Um, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, she said she awoke to, to a horrifying scene. Quote, unquote, when I looked at my grandson, he had a used condom all down his throat, his <laughs> tongue in it and everything. And there was <laughs> semen coming out of his mouth. She immediately took the condom out of the boy's mouth and uh, called hotel management. You know, you can call hotel management all you want, but your grandson is gay. Really? Dude, I mean, you know, it sucks to hear, but you only really get one shot. As soon as you get your... I, I, my, the verdict's still out. Was the, was the condom candy-flavored? You know, these flavored condoms? You know, they don't, they don't actually give the specifics on the I'll of say with you, he's probably pretty gay. He's putting used condoms in his mouth at four and years old. And his tongue in it and everything. I mean, seriously, you only really do get one shot. Once, you know, once you're diddled by a priest... Or you're dancing around a Lady Gaga, like, you know, wearing your mother's fishnets. That's pretty much a telltale sign. Once you find a condom on a hotel room floor and you eat it. And you eat it. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 you're, you're, it's a slippery slope. You're, Is that you're gay? on your way to... I, th- I think it's kind of gay. Is that gay? I just think that's how, how a lot of gay people become gay. Okay. Is they find that condom. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, people say that there's some kind of genetic basis to it or, or it's a society. <laughs> I think it's really just... I found a condom under a hotel bed and I ate it. So your theory, your theory of why people are gay is because it's like the food of the gods. And once you get one taste, you can never go back. 
You know, it's, okay, so a it's long ambrosia. Time ago, <laughs> my brother was three years old when he first found a used condom. <laughs> if you're gonna make a legend, let's let's make it like a Romulus and Reg- Remus legend. Like you were both there, you both saw the condom, and Jeffrey was the one who took up the condom and imbibed the condom, d- drank of the condom. He drank of the used condom, <laughs> and yeah. he's where he is, and you were you, you're where you well, are. Well, I remember like. This is still kind of equivocating as to whether or not I should, you know, stick that in my mouth. Right. And then a, and then a soaring owl came down and swooped up the condom <laughs> and placed it upon Jeffrey's tongue. And, it, and, it, and then it said after it, you know, your fate is sealed. And right. I think that's pretty much... If uh, you're going to make a myth, you need to use mythical language like that. This, you, you know, this, but the, the owl was kind of like that owl in Clash of the Titans. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking know? of. A metal owl. A metal owl. A gay metal owl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, it was Rob Halford. Rob Halford in owl form. The, the arbiter of uh, gay, that owl. But yeah, that's pretty much the genesis of most gay people. So days later, the child developed a fever. And that's when I had seen that he had open sores on the inside of his mouth. Inside of his bottom lip and all up on his tongue. So apparently uh, the boy is being tested for STDs and HIV, but the attorney said the family is awaiting the results before deciding to sue the shit out of the Wyndham Hotel. Well, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Can you get AIDS from ingesting a condom? If you have so- Did he get the sores from the condom, or did he already have the sores? If he already had the sores, he could get AIDS because it's no, a blood... No, it said you days know. later he developed these sores. Well, she saw the sores. I don't think this kid was going and sucking pron- like you know, was sucking dick and like uh, you know in the alley. No, I, I think it's like a four-year-old just one boy. day he decides to eat a condom off the floor. It's the first incident, and then he's gay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's you what know if he has John. an open cut in his mouth or whatever, yeah, he could get AIDS from the condom. I think, but I think in general you're probably not going to get um, AIDS from ingesting a condom. What if the condom belonged to Tommy Lee? And was filled up with Magic Johnson's blood. <laughs> Your AIDS factor goes through the roof at that point. Then, then you're in a high risk category. You're at least going to get the herp or the the hep. Well, I think this kid got the herp. Do you and think, the hep, probably. Do you think if this kid just has the herp, they can only get maybe a hundred grand? But if he actually has the hiv, they'll get like a million dollars. More than a million. If he has the hiv, more than a million. You think they'll be able to do that? What about the hep? Hep what? is like 500 grand? I, I don't know. I'm just wondering. What's the what hierarchy? The what, what do you think would be worse? The herp, the hep, or the hiv? I mean, the trifecta is the worst, right? If he's got all three, this poor <laughs> little kid's four years old, and he's gay, and he's got all these STDs. Mm, he might be a celebrity at some point. <laughs> he's got it all out <laughs> of the way. This kid's going to be Michael Jackson, I guarantee. <laughs> I don't know. I, they'll I get know. some money. I mean, why was the condom there? Because the cleaning lady wasn't uh, thorough enough? I imagine. Uh, I don't know. I mean... I've had sex in hotels and thrown condoms everywhere. Do you do you get off and I like just blow it everywhere? <laughs> I just blow it everywhere. Pull out <laughs> right in the phone receiver. I like taking a condom and just throwing it and see if it sticks on the ceiling or just Does you know it? whip it on the lamp or something. Does it stick? Or you, uh, sometimes fifty percent. Occasionally, okay. I like just emptying the contents on the receiving end of the phone <laughs> <laughs> and then calling the room like two days later. Yeah. <laughs> You're sucking my cum, bitch. So on the Sigurong star scale, this poor little kid never even had a chance to have sex with a slut and get herpes the right way. Well, he might not have any diseases, and he might actually get a chance. 
Yeah, I guess. I know. mean, maybe. But, but he did eat a lot of cum, and I'm giving it four and a half for just eating some stranger's cum. I, I, I'm giving it a 4.75 because not only did this kid eat this, the grandmother woke up and she's just like, what are you doing? This kid doesn't know any better. And next thing you know, she's just, like, just chewing on a used condom on the crutch. I'm giving it like a five. Re- I'm giving it a five. This is disgusting. <laughs> the reservoir tip is sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> what do you got there, boy? Oh, my God. It's a rubber Johnny. <laughs> that ain't even a magnum. Get that out your mouth. <laughs> What do you have here for episode uh, 242 there, Wacker? This story was sent in by me. <laughs> no listener. So uh, if I win, nobody gets shit. Holy shit, dude. You're throwing in a wild card here. I'm going to try my best. And this comes out of Bakersfield, California. The uh, hometown of Buck Owens. I don't know if you're a fan. And uh, Merle Haggard. Really? He came from there, Merle too? Merle Haggard's from Bakersfield. But Buck Owens was the one who made the Bakersfield sound. That, I think, yeah, the, yeah, the Bakersfield sound. Which I love. And he's Buck. got a big museum there. I might have talked about this before, so I'm not going to go on. This involves a couple who are in an on-again, off-again relationship. And most of us who are over 25 have been in this situation. Oh, yeah. The woman in this relationship is a doctor. I don't know of what, but an actual medical doctor, I assume. Dr. Jacqueline Kotarak. Sounds Serbian or something, or Czech. She's 49 years old, almost 50 years old. She first tried to get into the house with a shovel, then climbed a ladder to the roof last Wednesday night. She then removed the chimney cap and slid feet first down the flue said Bakers- Bakersfield Police Sergeant Mary DeGeer. It sounds like she was in a psychotic rage or something. Can- <clears throat> She's trying to get into her ex or current or you know shady area of uh, description boyfriend's house. While she was trying to break in, the man she was pursuing escaped unnoticed from another exit, quote, to avoid a confrontation, authority said. Which I can understand when you're in one of so, these on-again, off-again relationships and you just don't want to deal. No, exactly. You know a fight's going to ensue. So he probably saw her car pull up and was just like, I am out of here. Right. That crazy bitch. When you're unclear whether you're like really in a relationship or not in a relationship or having sex or not having sex, with it, you got to do that math. Like, could I have awesome sex right now grudge sex breakup sex we're still together sex i don't know all those different kind of sexes or could it just be a horrible meltdown two or three hour argument i'm thinking she was probably wearing a red fur suit with a big white beard <laughs> and, uh, and i would be like i'm out of here dude on those occasions i know it's going to be a big red hot white hot argument and that's when i also leave surreptitiously or to avoid confrontation i just don't understand why would only santa uses a chimney Dr. Jacqueline Kodorak, 50 years old. The boyfriend's name is William Moody. <laughs> Bill Moody. He's a Moody Bill boyfriend. Bill Moody. He's a Moody boyfriend. I kind of feel for her. Cause Moody motherfucker. Moody partners and relationships are a pain in the ass. Yep. It's like, why are you always ragging? Uh, officials, uh, sheriff's officials, said Kodorak's office staff reported her missing two days prior when she failed to show up for work. And she's a doctor, so you know people are having appointments. They get in there. They're like, where's the fucking doctor? If I canceled, you know, you make me pay like 80% of it or something. Did it say what kind of doctor she is? No, it doesn't. It's too bad. But let's just assume she's a... I'm thinking podiatrist. P. 
penologist. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. But yeah, but like the Gersh. Maybe she's yeah. like the Gersh. The Gersh is much more even keel than this. I think that I think the Gersh is the much Gersh more would sensible. never do. This. Yeah, I don't think the Gersh would do this. Kodorak apparently died in the chimney, as everybody knew was coming. I telegraphed it. But her body was not discovered until a house sitter. So the dude, when he left, he really left. He set up a house sitter and was like, I can't deal with this bitch. I'm going on vacation in Florida for two weeks. Well, this guy just seriously got the fuck out of Dodge. I mean, he got he, a house he, sitter. and uh, That's the way to do it, though. Really? Just be gone indefinitely. You know it's a fight's going to follow. If you, have a, if, if, you, if you talk to her, there's going to be a confrontation. Anything you do... Could could get you arrested. It's like the best thing to do is just leave. Go Exce- to Florida. Go to a strip club. Except she might end up dead in your chimney. <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's So the house sitter noticed a stench, which always happens when there's a corpse caught in the chimney, and fluids coming down from the fireplace on Saturday, according to a police statement. The house sitter and her son, she brought her son over because she was freaked out, investigated with a flashlight and found Kodorak dead, wedged about two feet above the top of the interior fireplace opening, which is a goddamn far way down the fucking chimney. Wait, no, she was two feet from the fireplace opening? Yeah. Wow. So she wedged Not her way... Not as fat as I thought. <laughs> Usually you would think if she's a fat chick or Santa Claus, he's also fat. Yeah. Except he has magic powers, unlike the Jewish... What? Yeah, Hanukkah Disney Harry. One. That was a product of Saturday Night Live. He doesn't even exist. Hebrew Hammer. You have nothing. <laughs> uh, well, she. I thought if she was a fat chick, she wouldn't even be able to make it like a foot down, right? Yeah, she'd have been stuck probably in the first the thigh. But area. she really shimmied her way down there. Like the fire, the chimneys. If it's a one story house, has to be at least twelve to fifteen feet high. So she really shimmied her way down there. I'm picturing this like wiry, tw- twelve or thirteen. I'm feet. picturing this wiry, bug eyed, tweaker looking type of woman here. Who's your doctor? <laughs> your foot doctor. <laughs> I like my doctor to look insane. <laughs> All right, let me close this up. All right. So she's died in there, and she's dripping all over the place, and the house sitter's like, what's that smell? And the cops come, and they dig her out, and the, the chimney sweeps, and masons come, and they actually have to like, re- like dis- you know, uh, take apart the whole chimney brick by brick to get her corpse out. It's disgusting. Uh, sheriffs say, uh, or, or sheriffs and the autopsy crew, the, the, the coroner crew says, foul play is not suspected, Though investigators have been looking into the incident as suspicious. And looking into it as suspicious. <laughs> Which I guess uh, you mean she's suspiciously psychotic. Okay, wait, but is he saying that he stuffed her ass? Or are they suspecting the guy of stuffing her in the chimney? I mean, they say foul play is not suspected, but it's suspicious. Yeah. I don't like know. maybe they think somebody else stuffed her down there. A third party. I think that, you know, I don't put it past this. I've had plenty of ex-girlfriends that are completely psychotic. They go into this rage. They just see red, and they and their actions defy reason. Right. They'd be and, shimmying down the chimney to cut your throat. Yeah. And this, this, Which uh, maybe this, she was. I think this woman's probably planning on doing that. Mm. I well, it's a good she, thing, she, I still think it's she's a good thing she got stuck. My question is, Wankerly, if uh, you were the guy, you, moved, you were in Florida, you came back, you found out about all this, uh, you know, the, the, the bitch was removed from the, the chimney, would you continue to live in the house? Mm, that's a good question. The real estate market's, market's pretty bad right now. It's not the time to sell a place. I would use one of those creosote burning logs <laughs> and, uh, you know, make sure the smoke scoured it. And, and just kind of got all the smell out. What do you put? The, maybe some incense in there. I mean, there, there's things that burn out. 
uh, creosote, creosote burning log, or you know, potash or all the stuff that gets stuck up your chimney, including you can use incense for bad spirits and yeah, that sort of you're, thing. You're not and, thinking this place might be haunted? I mean, I, I don't well, really believe before, in ghosts. It is now. I think if you're going to get an anal ghost, it's going to be from that woman mm. in your house that died in your chimney. Right. I don't know. So let's take a wrong star scale. Got to admit, that's, it's, it's, it's a shocking revelation to find out that your, your psycho ex-girlfriend died in your chimney. But mm-hmm. it's also to imagine being her, stuck in the chimney, no one can hear you. I'm giving this four stars. I suppose she starved to death, right? Yeah, I imagine that's what it was. And she wasn't a big lady, so she couldn't live longer than two days. No. Um, what I She's no what's the, what's the score? What, what, I mean, is, is grudge makeup or breakup sex better than grudge makeup or breakup ghost sex? <laughs> that's interesting. I don't know. I've seen the movie Ghost. I give it four stars. I give it four. Because I'm uncertain about the ghost sex. Yeah. I don't really know how that usually pans out. <laughs> Although, do, okay, wait. Let me, let me maybe revise my score. Do you think she died head up or head down? Because if head down, I'm giving it an extra half point. You think I don't she dove think she into the dove chimney? dove into the chimney, although she sounds pretty psychotic to even get, I wonder how she got on the roof. She had a ladder, they said that. Oh, she busts out a ladder, so... Probably feet first. Okay, my, my score stands four. All right. Well, the uh, third story we, we have here for episode 240, was actually sent by a listener. Um, it came in from Onions. He goes, he goes, hey, guys, this is a good one. Might require some reading between the lines. Cheers, you gayers. I'm not quite sure what that is. Wrapped like an onion. Missing women's re- woman's remains found in her home. Billie Jean James was at home the entire time, says her husband. Las Vegas police have been looking for Billie Jean James since she went missing in April. Uh, volunteers scoured the surrounding desert around her home, and uh, police used helicopters with infrared technology to search from above. Even highly trained search dogs sniffed through the 67-year-old woman's cluttered homes, which family friends uh, previously characterized as residents of a uh, compulsive hoarder. Ugh, um, Bill James, her husband, said 40 years that he finally found her body on Wednesday afternoon, five months later, in a back room inside one of the homes and called police. He lived there, and he didn't know she was there. He lived there, and he had no idea that Billy Jean James was actually at home the entire time. It must have smelled awful. It's kind of like the uh, Michael Jackson song, Billy Jean. But it's about a white trash hoarder instead of a vindictive groupie slut. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, if you think about it, two homes just filled with crap. Who's to say the hoarder can't be a vindictive groupie slut? Maybe it is the same girl. She might have been. I, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the original Billie Jean was the hoarder. Maybe since Michael died, that's why she, you know, she had no more will to live, and she died underneath a huge pile of old. You know, Clorox bleach samples. <laughs> a bunch of his uh, gold singles. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder, like, I forgot what that song is really. Isn't it like, the kid is not my son. She is falsely accusing him of impregnating her or something. Something like that. Something kind of like that. I think yeah. this. I the think, child is not my son. I think this Billie Jean James here who died in a house just filled with shit is not like Billie Jean from Michael Jackson's song at all. Why not? I don't, I'm just thinking they're completely different people. Okay. I'm, but I, I don't. Know. You don't have proof that they're not the same person. Yeah, I, I really don't. <laughs> so uh, Bill James, a reporter missing. They've been searching her for searching for her for five months. He recognized her 
by her shoes, which were sticking out from underneath the clutter. I, I find that to be suspicious. <laughs> Think about this, dude. She's been, he says, she's been in the house this whole time, says a shaken James. I didn't see a lot, but I recognized her shoes. I saw her feet first. Dogs went through the house. I went through the house. The police went through the house. I was going through it daily for weeks. I thought I'd looked in every place a person could fit, and I didn't see her. Well, you know, to be fair, the shoes, her feet in the shoes were sticking out in a giant pile of all the shoes she'd hoarded over the years. So, um, It's a big pile of shoes. Right. You probably didn't see the shoes. But he recognized that those were the last shoes she bought. <laughs> I wonder how much shit was in this house. I mean, two houses filled with shit. Have you ever been in a hoarder's house? You know, I have a friend who I would classify as a hoarder. But he's more of just a pig. He's a pig. He's you, a you, pig. Don't, you don't know what you're talking about. I've been in a, an actual old hoarder person's house. And it's, it's, it's four feet high, you know, with little paths in between stacks of just, like I said, chlorarch Clorox bleach samples from 20 years ago, newspapers that they're not willing to fill, throw away, just everything. Well, what's the deal with these people? Like, I, I, a, it's uh, compulsion. Well, a, uh, a psychologist here says most people who have had a tragic experience that they can't bounce back from, they need to hold on to things because they replace the connection with people. Yeah, it's, it's, some, it's some fear of like losing something that you you know so you, didn't, you never want to lose anything, even including what everybody else considers garbage. Well, some are even compulsive shoppers, so it's just like they just yeah. keep collecting stuff. And then you, you can't throw any, out anything you bought and you got a good deal on because you know you might use it someday. Could you date a hoarder? No, no, no. I'm completely. I, I'm I, completely I have hoarding the opposite. I have hoarding impulses, but I actively thwart them to the fact to the point that I have nothing in my house. Yeah, I'm revolted. Right, I have, I'm one, revolted I have, one, I have one closet where I shove all my shit, and if it doesn't fit in there, it's done. Yeah, no, I'm revolted by it. So what's interesting about this woman, though, Billie Jean didn't seem to have deep-seated psychological issues. She had friends. She helped endangered animals. She cleaned up national parks. She actually went to Hurricane Katrina. She was a yeah, humanitarian. But all, all that shit is completely consistent with hoarding. Like, hoarders are, are close relatives of cat hoarders, who are, like, animal lovers. But those aren't well-adjusted people. So why is she well-adjusted? I mean... She was an avid gardener. She loved art, music. Um, all she, this stuff is consistent with hoarding. She used to be clad... Uh, there are pictures of her clad in a red and white striped dress with a blue star. You know, she kind of sounds like we're, like Waldo's mom here. <laughs> Waldo's grandma. Like, where's Waldo's grandma? She's under that pile of shoes in the back. <laughs> Found her. Yeah, there she is. Under the uh, stack of world book encyclopedias <laughs> and the Super Tramp records. <laughs> Every National Geographic issue back to 1938. So Billie Jean's friends here and family expressed shock and grief in the Facebook group Friends of Bill and Billie Jean James. Troll alert. Yeah, I recommend everybody <laughs> go visit it. Troll alert. Trolls yeah. out there. Facebook group Friends of Bill and Billie Jean James. I think we might need to uh, start maybe doing a Photoshop contest here. <laughs> oh my God, that's evil. Make sure you tag it sick and wrong in the bottom. I, I went out. to the site and there's no, or the page, the Facebook page. I guess you can't call it a site. And there's no clear indication because the, the page was obviously started when they were still looking for her and didn't know where she was. And there's no clear indication like, oh, everybody, false alarm. 
We found her under, under a bunch of newspapers. You can stop looking. So wait, as far as the Facebook fan page goes, she's still missing? Pretty much. Unless you read through the comments and read between the lines that, oh, she's been found now. You know, if I go to that page, I'm still out there scouring the desert. Well, I, I think somebody who runs, who makes that type of page is obligated once the mystery is current to put a big banner on the top. Saying, like, oh, we found her. She was underneath, you know, an old slip and slide. (laughs) (laughs) So the Jameses built a second home on their property just to hold all of the shit that Billie Jean hoarded. Yeah. I mean, this woman must have had just, uh, I mean, two homes just full of crap. Tchotchkes. Hummel figurines. Hummel figurines. That's what I was thinking. Hummel figurines. I bet there was just like a whole house full of Hummels. Yeah, precious moment when he found his wife's glass menagerie. Out of a pile of shoes. <laughs> it's unclear how dogs had missed the remains during numerous searches. Because there's probably food all over the place, too. Just garbage food. Well, that's what they say. If the house smelled really bad, they could throw a dog's search off. Um, uh, but rotting food, body decomposition, nicotine, and other chemicals can throw off both the dog and his handler. But, I mean, seriously, you have a dog going through How much. I mean, a dog could smell, dogs can sniff cocaine from like, uh, you know, bags of marijuana from like 100 yards away. In the airport. But there's not tons of garbage all over the airport. There isn't just tons of detritus. there's too many conflicting odors? Yeah, I think that's what happened. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the the husband was like, you know, baby, I'm sick of you hoarding all this shit in the house. And I'm just going to kill you and just throw you under a pile of shoes and no one's ever going to notice. You suspect foul play. I suspect foul play. Well, okay, but let's let's think this out. So that means that you suspect that he killed her. Yep. He, where did he stash the body when the dogs were there? I'm thinking maybe he took her outside, buried her in the ground. There's a the cellar. dogs didn't smell her in the ground where there's there there aren't any foreign smells outside. It's just fresh air and the smell of a dead body. It's not as easy as you think. It's interesting. I wonder if uh, maybe he put her like in the area where they store all like the used Q-tips and the uh, <laughs> the, the maxi pads, and it was or, that, that, the boxes of Massengill uh, douches, and maybe that interfered with the, uh, the you know, conflicted with a decomposition odor. You're thinking she was stored in the area of ear, ear goo and vagina goo, basically. I'm thinking she was stored in the vaginal hygiene area mm-hmm. with a little bit of the the ear hygiene area too and it was then, a combined area probably. combined area yeah of, of uh, those type of products i don't know man i'm not willing to pass judgment but i will say this if you if you call the cops and you say your wife is missing and the cops come over and they say well has it been 48 hours we only do a missing person report if it's been 48 hours you're like yeah yeah it's been 48 hours and uh they go okay we're gonna start looking for your wife well we're gonna start looking through your house and your house is Full, filled to eight feet high garbage, and you have a separate garbage house. I think the cops are within their rights to say, "Fuck it, <laughs> not fuck it." But how about you clean all this shit out of your house, like bulldoze it, like snow shovel all this garbage out? We'll see if she's here. Once you do that, then we'll start looking, you know, throughout the county. Which, if they would have done that, the you know the search would have been called they off might, immediately. They might have found her. Yeah, yeah. So you don't, you don't just get to sit there and. You know, make the cops do this big, full-blown investigation, the full, you know, search for a missing person when your house is full of trash. Uh, What I don't understand, where do they sleep? Where do they go to the bathroom? I mean, is the bathroom filled with crap? 
There's a path dug between the small sofa bed and the and the toilet. I'm not even exaggerating. There's TV shows about this on yeah, the hoarders. And stuff. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. It's disgusting. Uh, so I wonder what the, uh, the the man now that his wife's been found, the corpse has been found, buried, everything's uh, said and done. What do you think he's going to do? The first thing, you think he's just going to move out of there? He might be a down? he might be a hoarder himself. I mean, he's blaming it all on if her. He but lived he there. Might, he must. He must. Yeah, have been he might a have picked up the hoarding uh, tendencies. You never know. So on the sick and wrong star scale, if she had been dead for like a week, I think I'd give this like three stars. I just. I mean, it's disgusting. I think hoarding I find repulsive, but yeah, probably just I'm pretty much giving it five right now. But I'm giving know? it a five just because she'd been dead five months. She had so much shit in that house <laughs> that they had no idea that she was she was buried under a pile of her own crap. Yeah, the dude's like. For, Probably like finally I can throw out all this shit. Oh, but I should probably read this read this 1978 newspaper before I throw it out. You know when he finally goes. Oh wait, another newspaper came. (laughs) Shit, I have to save that. I can't. I haven't made it to it yet. I wonder if they're gonna find like the bodies of his kids and that dead hooker that he fucked about six years ago. Jimmy Hoffa. (laughs) (laughs) That's where he was. Jimmy Hoffa's in there. Yeah, I wonder what else they're going to find. Uh, Chandra Levy. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jean Bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Look what this turned out. It was all in this dude's house. Because they just liked to it's save a things. It's a vortex. <laughs> it is. People, we invite you to decide who won episode 242. Go vote. com. Whack, we got a few phone calls here. The Sick Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. We also got a couple emails. Before we get to that, how about a word from Adam and Eve? It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, Wacker, as I said before, we got a few phone calls to Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. And people notice, I said hotline this time. I didn't say drunk dial line because I'm trying to discourage all the really drunken assholes that... Uh, they have these incoherent ramblings that last for like five minutes it's every time they call us. If we had a time limiter on the like length of message you could leave, then it'd be good to They're do. still funny, though. They're still amusing. Yeah. Well, we got a couple good phone calls here this week. So, uh, yeah, let's play call number one. Hey, uh, this is Trey again from Springfield, Missouri. I don't think I made that clear last time. Anyway, I have a story for you. I uh, work in this bakery in Springfield called Panera Bread. Bakery? It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty much fast food for rich people. <laughs> it's like a fast food maker. They have them in Southern California. What's Pan- it called? Panera. Oh, a Panera. They have Paneras here. Really? Is it Panera by uh, the... Panero or Panera? <laughs> Panera. It's a Panera, but there's one over by the uh, the ballpark. Never been in one. I've never eaten there Don't either. have big bread cravings. It's too bourgeois for me. <laughs> I don't know. I've just never had... Sometimes big... I crave a bread bowl. Do they have bread bowls? I go into the war for that. I'm strictly yeah. war for bound for my Anything's bread Anything's good in a bread bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wasn't there this night, but this really hot manager that I know, but I text a lot. Damn, she has kids, but she's really hot. Anyway. She has kids, but she's really hot. I like how he, he said text. that, like, under his breath. Like, she right. has kids, but... We're enunciating really it in case she's listening. <laughs> she so she's, knows that you know that she has kids. So she's a MILF. You don't have sex with a MILF. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
tells me that there's this guy who comes in. He's like probably 27, 28. He said he comes in and if there's a girl asking for a guy named Josh or something like that, and he's like, if she's here, I'm in the bathroom. Well, and that's really crazy because, you know, he's a guy and the girl's going to go find him in the guy's restroom. Anyway, they find later, after he leaves, because he's got this long sleeve shirt on, that uh, there's these needles all over the uh, guy's bathroom floor, and he's been... Sh- Wait, okay, well, I'm, I'm a little lost here, Wacker. That guy is saying that his boss, the hot mill... Well, manager. The manager. The, right. the hot mill was saying, if this dude comes in here, tell me, tell me, because I'm, I'm, I'll be in the back. Uh, yeah, and then she'll, like, avoid him or something. Except she wasn't there. And the guy came in and asked for her, and they said she wasn't there. So was, was this guy her drug dealer or her ex-boyfriend that's a drug addict that she's she's trying to uh, I'm thinking column B yeah or maybe not even ex-boyfriend but just some dude she hooked up with and now he's stalking her yeah that guy probably has the head been shooting sorry been shooting up in there apparently Kind of strange. Oh, because when he said needles before, I thought he was doing like cross stitch or something. <laughs> Those kind of needles. Oh, okay, hypodermic, hypodermic needles. I had, I had hypodermic no, syringes. I had no idea. Needles. Right in the middle of a bakery. There's people fast food shooting up. It's a little coming to get. All right, keep it Back. I think it's kind of funny that this guy made a drug den out of the Panera. <laughs> the Panera bathroom. Men's it's like, bathroom. dude, Panera men's bathroom. I get so fucked up in that place. It's the only the place I feel comfort nowadays because my baby works here. Even though she's not doing her shift tonight, she's probably up slamming some other dude. So do you think this dude here is jealous of this guy who probably looks a lot like Dave Navarro and he's a badass, you know, uh, junkie type of guy that comes in and still gets to shag his uh, his manager, whereas this is a pimply-faced, you know, uh, what, 16-year-old kid whose voice just dropped? I hope he's not like 28. I, I'm totally, dude, I'm totally <laughs> picturing this guy. Yeah, I hope yeah, he's, I'm, I hope I'm he's thinking not like 28 he's a, working he's at like the He's like a Panera. high school kid. He's got a high school job. Like I'm picturing that, that I dude. Not, I hope it's a high school job, but uh, it brings up a lot of points. Who's the dude from The Simpsons? That stereotypical character with the red hair and like the uh, voice just cracks all the time that's uh, always in that college job. I don't drums. know what his name is. Yeah, yeah. I was even thinking of the other kids, like like Jimbo Jones or something. Like Jimbo, though, was, at the Panera. Jimbo would be shooting up in the Panera bathroom. <laughs> it's the other kid would be like, what are you doing, sir? <laughs> that's what this guy reminds me I of. I don't know. But I, I think... I think he's on a good angle, though, because like we always argue, we always preach and just yell down at the youngsters, like, "Don't try and have sex with the senior hot cheerleading squadron chick." Like, like go for like the normal girls, and and then another good thing is get out of your high school zone entirely and go get a, a after school job and try and shag those chicks who either go to other high schools or are older than you and aren't even in high school anymore. You know, it's interesting you say that, Wackley. You're basically giving two cents and we're not even doing my two cents i'm in two cents mode all you're the time in two cents days. mode and, and that's the thing I, I agree with what you're saying is is we give our we we've we preached our two cents about this topic many times we said, it's been you know, approached yeah <laughs> on this on this show it's it's been approached many times but what we're saying here i think the best chance as a high school kid to get laid. A normal kid. A normal kid. Yeah. I'm not talking about the jock or the, the, the cool 
rocker band type of guy. No. I'm saying the the normal guy, you know, the normal nerdy kind of dude. The best chance I think you have you have of getting laid in high school is working at like a you know a restaurant or a store, just an after school job. Store food service. It's it's you know in any shape or form seems to be very erotic. <laughs> Right, I you know I made out with a girl in the Little, little Caesars uh, freezer. I touched the breast of a girl that was probably ten years older than me when yeah. I was like seventeen. Oh, she was well. She was probably like twenty four at the time. I was yeah. like sixteen. Right, and uh, she thought it would be funny to make out with me. And you said the freezer because the cooler is also very isolated, which is sort it was of the, it was the cooler. It was the cooler because we were both going back there. The to, freezer's they, too cold. Yeah, it was the freezer. It was the cooler because that's where they kept the dough and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's isolated. Well, it was good because if it, if it had been the freezer, I would, my, my premature ejaculate might have frozen in my pants and that would have been an embarrassing. icy spike. An icy <laughs> spike, I could have injured myself. But instead, this was just kind of a nice, you know, clump of yeah. just wetness. Nice. So it worked. But and the, the other thing he mentions, though, is texting, which I, it's probably wishful thinking, but I just think if, if I had texting when I was in high school i would have gotten a lot more ass back meaning, in my meaning, day we <laughs> never had the text message we didn't have email or anything <laughs> we had cell phones we didn't even have email if you wanted to if you wanted God, to, you're making me feel old if you wanted to call a girl in high school that you liked you had to call her home line and more likely than not meaning 100 percent of the time her mom would pick up and she said would be more or dad and you'd be like hello <laughs> Is Jennifer there? <laughs> and he'd be like, uh, yeah, who's calling? And you're like, this is Lance from art class. <laughs> and then the girl would finally get on the line. And she's just like, hi, uh, what do you want? And then you had to come up with <laughs> some ridiculous about, thing. Yeah. No, some pretense about why you're calling her. Right. My favorite is when you finally like get through the gatekeeper and you get, you talk to the girl. You got her number. You summon up the balls to actually call her. You get through the gatekeeper and you're having a conversation. You're about to maybe ask if her you can a call movie. it a conversation, okay, or whatever. <laughs> you you you're about to ask her for a movie, and then your mom picks up the phone because you only have one phone line. She's like, yeah. you know, David, what are you doing? I need to call your aunt Phyllis. I know why my mom has such a husky voice. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> she might have been a Harvey Firestein or something, yeah. or a transsexual. I don't Shut know. up, Mom! I'm on the phone! <laughs> David, get off the phone! <laughs> this is a rabbi dad. emergency! <laughs> we all know it's your dad. <laughs> but no, you know, it, it, that, I, that was the worst. You're just like, I'm on the phone, Mom! Just, that doesn't happen now. The date never, the, the, you know, the ass, the blood job, the hand job that you thought you were going to get never pans out after that. Put it this way. When we were in high school, there was no, there was no even, not even a term for sexting. Sexting no. wasn't even a word that was in, like, uh, the idiom. I mean, no one had even heard about that. You would that. have no point of reference. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, it's when you text a naked picture of yourself or a girl texts her naked picture of you. Te- what are you talking about, text? Just hearing about... Like the about- text of the Bible or the Torah? Yeah, but just hearing about that, if someone explained it to me, that would have made me prematurely ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> just, really? That, that, chicks do that? Basically, back then, there was no technology, <laughs> but way more premature ejaculation. Yeah, I think that's Is it premature if you're never actually going to have sex? It's not premature. It's just, it's just ejaculating in your pants. <laughs> I think it's premature when you're not expecting it. You know? <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. It's, it's, okay, spontaneous ejaculation. I didn't even have my penis in my hand. <laughs> it just, it just, <laughs> it just happened. It's come all over my underpants now. I'm sorry. 
Oh, um, but there, there you go. Pathetic. You know, you, you get the text and you get a job at the Panera. You should be getting ass. You're fucking in great. What's the second call we got there? Hey, Dean Lance. This is Luke from the University of Missouri. Uh, I have a question for you college-educated people. Um, I'm a freshman here, and I got a random roommate. And uh, I thought it'd be cool, you know, to have him, like, him and his friends and then my friends from high school. But he's kind of a douchebag, and I'll explain. I just want to know what to do with him. All right. Um, so he's a ginger who loves to play World of Warcraft. That's basically all he does. And listen to shitty music like shit I listened to in eighth grade. And then, um, but the worst part of it is that. Basically, my problem is that I've mu- moved beyond him musically. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he say he's listening to stuff that he used to listen to in eighth grade? Right. Sorry, I let it keep playing. Like, well, like what? Like Britney Spears or Corn? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Corn, yeah, it's probably not Britney Spears. This guy sounds cooler than. A yeah, no, Spears he sounds movie. a bit cooler. I can, I can understand that. Right. I rewound it a bit because I think oh. I thought I paused it, yet I didn't. He talks to his girlfriend on the phone and on Skype for like four hours a day on average, That's but weird. every time he talks to her, he gets like a baby voice. And whenever he'll be talking to me normally, and then when he she calls. Like, his voice will go up, and he'll, like, uh, coo, but basically, like, coo, and, like, say shit instead of sorry, he says sorry, and it just drives me insane. He'll have entire conversations with her for, like, an hour, just doing that stupid voice. Baby voice, and, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry? I don't know. Just, what would you guys do in that situation? Murder him? <laughs> Sleep? Stay in my room. But, yeah, this is, uh, I guess it's my two cents question, but it'd be nice to get your opinion. All right, love the show, keep it safe, keep it wrong, peace. You know what, dude, I don't, I don't even feel like, I don't even feel like playing, should I play the theme music? No, no, we're past that. We're not, okay, so we're just, we're not going, it's we not, got We got slipped into my two cents just because we thought this was a good call. Yeah, but. I did, I didn't even know that this was going to be my, okay, so there's a, you know, there's not going to be any theme music here with this. You know what I would do in this situation? And this is a different day and age because the annoying roommate is a dilemma that uh, many college-bound kids face. Well, let's make let's let's establish some background. We both went to the same college, but didn't know each other till like junior year. Junior, yeah. I think I met I, you sophomore year, but I didn't know you then. I, I, I didn't like yeah. you then. I, I was like that guy's a cock. Well, you're an anti-semi skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not down with that. I had a roommate that I didn't like. But not because he was like uh, an annoying nerd. It's because he was like a drug-addled crazy man. You yeah, know, he's like he was more cool than me. He had a fake ID. We used to make him buy us beer, but it was just like hard to live with this guy who was like, just he was a drug-addled crazy. person. He was such a zealot, though. At the same time, do you remember like he was like into fish and into like granola type music? But then by the time I knew him, full on misfits, just misfits and Slayer. Like he right. completely changed his persona. He was a chameleon. A chameleon. That's what <laughs> I, I, no, I think he just went with stuff that was fashionable. But you but had... He was you better had two than my roommate. roommate. Well, you had two roommates, right? One yeah. cool and one not. I had one roommate that, that was totally You were in a cool. triple, as they say. Yeah. In right. the three-person business. I, I hated how University of Michigan did that. It was just like this tiny little room. 
You mean how that. they crammed as many people as possible? Yeah, into a one fucking possible. apartment that's like smaller than my uh, sick and wrong studio. It was horrible. Yeah, you're luxuriating here now. Yeah, no, this is like I could fit a hot tub in here. <laughs> but no, uh, I remember one of my, one of my roommates. I'm still friends with to this day, but he was never there. Like his girlfriend lived like a few towns over, and he would just be gone every weekend. Which is why it was so cool. Which was cool about that, but then I was stuck with the third roommate, who was an utter, complete prick. An utter and complete prick. This guy was so bad, I don't even remember his real name. I named him Ernest, because he looked a lot like Jim Varney from the Ernest Scared Stupid, you know, Ernest movies. Yeah. He looked very similar to Jim Varney. Yeah. And he was from, like, and people don't know this, in Michigan, there's, like, there's Detroit, and then there's the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which is essentially Canada. There's Detroit, there's Grand Rapids, then there's everything else. Yeah, and this this guy was from like way like probably he was closer to Canada than he was to Michigan. Did he and talk like that with the A's? He had never A's? seen a Jew before before he saw me. But <laughs> but this guy was horrible. I mean, this guy actually reported me and my cool roommate to the the RA for smoking weed in the room. We, the we had to go resident advisor. We had to go in front of a board and like apologize. We almost got kicked out of the dorm room because you of that. smoked a doobie. Because we smoked a joint. And your around. roommate reported you. This guy did crew. Like, he was one of those rowboat guys. Oh, my God. And he would get up at like 4 30 in the morning, go do crew. And I don't know, we were up listening to like Pink Floyd and I don't know, <laughs> putting on the blacklight posters or whatever and smoking weed in the when room. You, when you smoked the weed, did you, real, did you even think like in a million years, like our roommate's going to report us? Or did you just think, like, well, we're just hanging out. It's fine. No, I told him to fuck off. I was like, fuck you, Ernest, and blowing the smoke at him. He was such oh. a dick. You were taunting him. <laughs> we hated him. He sucked. <laughs> and anyway, he you. I feel this guy's pain. When you have a shitty roommate, you got to come up with inventive ways to fuck with him. What I recommend, and I never had this, Ernest never had a girlfriend. So it didn't really, it was kind of a non issue. <laughs> it was a non avenue. But there were a lot of dudes that would just be on the phone with their girlfriends, like, you know. Oh, in the hallway. You remember that? Yeah. Just sitting right. in the hallway. Yeah. But what's interesting in this day and age, there's Skype. So you can video into your girlfriend. Yeah. But this is what I propose this guy should do. Right. So your, your fat World of Warcraft ginger-headed roommate is sitting there talking to his girlfriend via Skype. His back is to you. And you can see his girlfriend in there just walk behind him, jerking it, like fucking <laughs> his stuffed animals, just like, you know, whatever, dude. You're Rubbing your balls on all of his, like, personal items. You're recommending a Skype bomb. Skype a bomb. photo bomb. Skype bomb that shit. So, but what if, I mean, isn't she just going to immediately be like, what's your roommate doing back there? You got to be quick, though. Quick on your toes. Zip up. Or... If she doesn't say anything, that means she's interested. <laughs> she might be and into something. And then you can get to the next level of revenge, meaning <laughs> fucking his World of Warcraft girlfriend when she comes to visit and doesn't even tell him that she's in town. Yeah. At the, at the University of Mizib. And then move on, because maybe he's talking to his mom via Skype, too. <laughs> Fuck his mom. That's like If you level, fuck the dude's that's mom. That's level 30. That's level 30. <laughs> even Skype bombing his mom. That's like Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt, Lightning Bolt. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, you're going to slay that dragon. But the other guy on the LARP team would be like, that's fair. You're that big of a badass. <laughs> you'd, be a, you'd be at least a level 30 paladin, <laughs> I would say. Paladin. People, call the Sick and Wrong hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, we do always love to uh, give, us, give you our two cents, even though that wasn't officially sanctioned two cents, my two no, cents segment. It was off the cuff. So, Wanker, uh, we got one email here I want to get to, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, this came in from Adam. Adam says... Go Buckeye State. I think I was ripping on Ohio State last show. And you know, I take it back. 
I've been to Ohio State. Where you know Michigan had a rivalry. Michigan U of M had a rivalry to to Ohio State. Right. But dude, there are some hot chicks at Ohio State. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, there were. There were more hot chicks at Ohio State than at Michigan. You think so? Hell yeah, dude. There's more girls. There's more people there that attend that school. It's a bigger school. So it's a better comparison to Michigan State. Ooh, yeah, better. Comp- Michigan State had a lot of hot chicks. Yes. Yeah. Big Twelve Chick Talk. So I was I was trying to uh, rip on Ohio State by saying their chicks are fat and ugly, and yeah, I take it back. They're not. <laughs> they really aren't. Really. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have sex with all of them. Um, so he says, accept the invites on Facebook and bring Rollo. And at first I was kind of thrown for a loop with this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Accept the invites on Facebook. It's no coincidence that Brown Girl is friends with Rollo and not you two. Bring him and we'll hook you up with a bevy of buxom Latinas looking to have a good time. What he's talking about, and I think you might remember this, is we, we discussed this a while ago and I think we forgot about it because it just seems so unrealistic. But this dude's getting married in Cancun, and oh. he invited uh, both you and I to attend his wedding. And he's marrying a Buckeye girl? Uh, he's marrying a brown girl, he calls her. A brown girl. A brown girl. Which, uh, I like the brown girls. Yeah, but it's, it's so cryptic that you don't know if she's like Shaniqua or if she's like, you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. He says, keep it sick, keep it wrong, and, and uh, book your fucking rooms for the wedding in Cancun. And uh, by the way, every room has a complimentary stock mini bar, four bottle liquor dispenser, hot tub, and around the clock room service. So book your fucking tickets, assholes. I think Rollo flies for free. So what's interesting about this is uh, this guy wants us to come to his wedding, which I'm flattered by that, and I, I thank him for that. Very flattered. I appreciate that. I appreciate but the invite. We would have to. Purchase a flight to Cancun and then purchase a uh, a room in Cancun. At the resort. To to this. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like his parents are like, "Who are those people? Oh, they they do this podcast that we listen to, <laughs> that I listen to, <laughs> and my my new wife I force her tolerates. To to. <laughs> tolerates yeah, my, yeah. my wife tolerates this. You know. You know what I would do here? I would go. I'm too cheap to buy a ticket to Cancun, but I I'm would go. That. If he'd buy us a ticket, and I would DJ the wedding, and Wackerly could be the MC. What does the MC do? You know, you announce the chicken dance. You say, "Okay, is everybody ready to hokey pokey?" Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! The chicken dance and the hokey pokey. How much am I being paid? Uh, you know, well, no, I think you're you're getting (laughs) a free flight to Cancun and free booze. It's got to be free booze. I can do both. You could, you could probably I can muster it. But you also have to be like, Uncle Steve's got something to say. You know, where's the bride and groom? They're going to do a dance. And then you gotta, then I'll all cue up the music. She's going to throw the bouquet. Come on, <laughs> unmarried ladies, you bosses and, you know, spinsters. Come on. Where's all the sluts? Who's going to come up and go to Wackerly's room tonight? Hey. <laughs> Perfect, this is yellow. And meanwhile, yeah, and meanwhile I'll be sitting there playing Duran Duran and uh you know, MC Hammer. I think that could work. Humpty humped, you know, I, I think, think that humpty humped. But the, the dude has to that. buy his tickets. Yeah. You'll, you'll bring your records, right? I'll bring the music and I'll, I'll bring DJ my the wedding. I'll bring but we charm. need to get the tickets to Cancun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm too cheap to buy those. So there you go, Adam. I know you, I, we're flattered that you invite us, but uh you want the if you want the entertainment, you got to purchase counter, the package. That's the counter offer. That's what it is. Yep. That's the counter offer. 
People, uh, you can send us an email at stickaroundpodcast at uh, hotmail.com. Uh, if you aren't a member of the brand new and improved kick-ass sick and wrong forum dot com i really don't know what you're doing <laughs> with your spare time it's actually i'm quite i'm quite impressed with the new forum sick and i don't want to say that the old forum wasn't a good forum the old forum was great but i feel like this forum is kind of picked up where it left off and it did leave off because it was destroyed it was destroyed. by the powers that be so uh yeah you know i think it's great that uh bester kind of threw the gauntlet down Took up the mantle. Took up the mantle and uh, made Pulled this. Pulled the sword from the stone. Exactly. Sickandwrongforum.com. So Bester, actually, the guy that created the forum, says, he wrote in, hey, could you announce something on this week's show? We're going to have a forum banner contest. I'll ship a sick and wrong t-shirt to the winner. So the more people who hear about, the better chances of uh, getting something decent, which I agree. Maybe. I don't know. Have you seen some of the other Photoshop contests we've had on the show there, Bester? <laughs> <clears throat> embarrassing to say the least. I love them all. <clears throat> they are actually pretty cool. We do have we have a talented audience. So what he's referring to, there's a banner right now of these like kind of heavy metal skulls. I kind of like them. They remind you of like an, reminds you of like an Iron Maiden album or something. Which I assume Bester created. So like to top that, it's got to be pretty good. Yeah, it's going to have to be pretty kick-ass and very. It's going to have to embody the virtues of the show, <laughs> you know. But he wants to replace the uh, the skulls. I think a couple of members of the forum were uh, ripping on it, so uh, something like that. Well, you know, they're going to complain about everything. So there's a thread about the, um, and maybe we'll put a link up to it about the forum banner contest. So go compete in the contest, and you'll get a sick and wrong T-shirt, uh, courtesy of Bester. Because me and Lance aren't sending you that shit. <laughs> but you can buy one from the Sick and Wrong store. Just go to SickandWrongPodcast.com, click on store, and uh, you do support the show in the best way possible. And buy it'll a be sick- super popular. Yeah, buy a Sick and Wrong tea, and uh, you can be a walking advertisement for the show that you love. We appreciate that. Um, just sport our fine Sick and Wrong apparel. And there's even a link to the Cafe Press Store where there's like a bunch of other Sick and Wrong shirts. Right. But I still, I still, I mean, my favorite is the actual official shirt that's well, in the, the box right there. The reason there. I like that is because those are original. Like, we produce that. There's like juice, Jew juice all over that. Right. You touch them, you, you lovingly stuff them in the envelope, you lick the stamp. Yeah, I rub my balls on them. Yeah. On a nightly basis. Whereas the Cafe Press, uh, Schwag does not get that treatment. Or there's some Mexican guy that's probably rubbing his balls on those. Which is kind of good. Which is cool, but not yeah, as cool. Not as cool. So so go buy yourself a Sigurong tea from the Sigurong store. Also, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the show via iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. And do your part to keep us in the top comedy podcast. We've actually been doing well this week. Uh, Wackerly, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week is kind of a special one this week. Um, it's my new favorite song, by the way. Uh, it was sent in by Kitty. Kitty from Sacramento, one of our diehard listeners. Yes, long Good time. Good fan, long time listener. Very dedicated. And, she, and, you know, her fiance is also a big one. Doc, yeah, I think I, I love both of them. Um, she says, Don't ask how I came across this, but someone, somewhere, actually gives a fuck about Iron Man. And so people who... I do want to ask where she got it. I I really want to know. I want to know where this came from. And and I want to know who's a member of this band. Because it's a song about an infamous fan of the show. An infamous 
Sick and Wrong Forum. Who's a prolific member of the forum, but yes. probably, yeah, prolific member of the forum, but seminal member. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, there's this really good song about the guy, and I, you know, his head is going to enlarge like to five times the size of the Earth when he listens to this. Well, she writes. Not only did they dictate spelling and grammar errors included. Dozens of his rambling, batshit, crazy stories and post them on the web, but they wrote and performed a song about him. Please do me a favor and play this song, as it will bring much shame and glory. Same difference on that side of the border. Yeah, Iron, glory. Iron Man's a Mexican. I think more glory. Um, it will bring shame, much shame and glory to the Mexican, whose penis we all know is smaller than Doc's. <laughs> Love, Kitty. She, and uh, she sent a link here to Paris and the Hiltons from their album, The Cult Musical, a song called Iron Man. And, you know, I... I, I just want to play it because it's a great song. It's, it's an catchy. amazing song. It's very catchy. I love the chorus. But I think it had to have been written by someone who's a member of the forum or formerly a member of the forum. How could it not be? Who else it's would so it, specific. Yeah, I mean, Yet... It really does. It, it's such a good song because it it really does have implications of just trolls everywhere, on all forums. You know, it really it, you know extends its influence extends to all trolls everywhere. But why the anonymity? Because sometimes hide to, behind a to make great art, sometimes you have to hide your identity. I guess uh, like Banksy. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. So we're gonna end the show here with like uh, you, like me. Yeah. D. Simon. <laughs> Whacker. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to, uh, we're, we're definitely going to end the show here um, by, by playing the song Iron Man from Paris and the Hiltons. Thank you, Kitty, for sending that in. People, we'll be back next week with a special interview for episode 243. Till then, take a seat. I hope Iron Man keeps listening. <laughs> Pardon me, my English not so good I grew up in a Mexican neighborhood But now I've risen to the top And I like to waste time on my laptop My name is Iron Man 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 I love to talk philosophy And talk about how much I love pussy I want to do the sex on you I want to do the sex on you My name is Iron Man My name is Iron Man My name is Iron Man I fight against the sheep I got banned because I posted someone's private mail and that's not allowed. Yeah. I'm fucking Iron Man! My name is Iron Man. 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 Hey, motherfuckers. What's up, sick and wrong? So, got a pretty cool story for you, I guess. Uh, 
Anyway, uh, sorry, I'm a little little high, so I can't think. Here we go. Here we go. Wait a minute. Let me start over. Here we go. Out of my house, there was a murder. Not even joking, because I live in the middle of Indianapolis, and there's a lot of black people. And so one of them got shot in front of my house. And apparently his blood was all over the place. And I don't even know. Ah. Ah. Bye, guys.